Hey, everybody. Welcome to Dick Talk, the podcast in which we read and discuss romance novels recommended to us by TikTok. This week, we read Games We Play by Dana Isley. Games We Play is a short story about Jack, who is a famous online gamer. He has a, a popular Twitch stream, I'm guessing, where he plays games and then also now has a side business where he says kinky things and gets paid for it. Quinn, our female main character, she shows up to interview him for a gaming magazine. The questions turn to his more dark and steamy aspect of his profession. And rather than just have an interview, he shows her. Boy, howdy does he. Boy, howdy does he. I rated this 7 out of 10 incels in your inbox asking you for tit pics. Yeah. I was going to make a similar joke. It's too late. (laughs) It's too late. Some of us took notes. Yeah. (laughs) I'll never apologize. Gave it negative 5,000 pussy slaps. (laughs) See, I don't mind. Go there. Who would like to begin? Are you gonna rate it, Katie? Or are you oh, just I gonna did. talk about what you thought about rating it? I hate you. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I don't know. Like five out of five incels, which is not a good thing. There's so much to talk about. Uh, I cannot believe this was written by a woman. No, like the male author energy here is uh, strong. <laughs> yeah, like how much internalized misogyny do you have? For real, I'm amazed by the reception this book has in the book talk community. Like, people love this book. And they're like, I didn't want it to end. I was so glad it only took me like an hour and a half to read. I don't get it. This one took me the longest to read because I put it down every time I rolled my eyes. Uh, (laughs) So sometimes I'd only make it a half a page and then be like, I'm going to do something else. I procrastinated reading it, so I didn't start it until Thursday. So Mm -hmm. I I had no choice but to power through. Okay, so just because you brought it up earlier, one of my notes is continuing to call her Quinlan instead of Quinn. Like, it's not cute. (laughs) That's my note. Immediately off the bat, she's like, hi, my name's Quinlan. You can call me Quinn. And he's like, okay, okay Quinlan. Quinlan. I just turn around and leave. Yeah, exactly. That's when you leave. Yeah. You're like, okay, well, thank you so much for your time. I'm mm-hmm. sure I can handle this myself. Let's continue this interview on Zoom. Yeah. So there's a point where he says they're talking about their experiences. And he says, I've been with my fair share of women, but not enough to make it gross. What I also <laughs> highlighted that. Mm, yeah. I fucking hate you. And again, going back to how it's so very male-centered, every time she comes, he, like, fingers her for about two minutes. Ate her out for less than five minutes. And the fact that she's like, no one's ever made me come before. Yeah. It's like, another male fantasy. Exactly. And going back to calling her her full name, the fact that he, like, consistently used her name, even though they're the only two people in the room, like, that's... A thing that abusers do. Mm-hmm. Like, it's to manipulate mm-hmm. you and manipulate your emotions and to withhold power in the relationship. So it's just like, right off the bat, red flag after red flag. My first red flag with him was he ran his fingers through her curly hair. But yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker. Uh-uh. You don't do that. I, yes. Ugh, when he calls her curly Q. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was my first highlight. <laughs> And I know that very frequently the, the male characters in these books in the genre are abusers mm-hmm. and that's okay, <laughs> honestly. Within the context exactly. of fiction. Something about this, it wasn't okay. Like there was a distinction to be made somewhere. Yeah, it just crossed some lines. Yeah, it was not redeemable at all. And I wonder if we maybe had a chapter from her point of view. 
from Quinn's I think it point of view. Would have helped. Exactly. Point of view. Yes. Everyone got a like. Even his friends at the bar got a chapter, yeah. but she didn't. Yeah. Like when one of the guys at the bar got a chapter, it was like we've known this guy for two pages, and he gets point of view. I guess because the future books are going to be from right. their perspective. You know how people say like, write what you know. <laughs> so many things where I'm like, Dana. I'm so curious if she knows anything about like the BDSM and kink community, first of all, because it, it just clearly read like somebody that I don't know, like watched a movie once or like read another book once about it. It's just like a voyeur on the community and doesn't actually know anything about it. But also things like Quinn works for a gaming magazine. Like, why does she have to hide her tattoos for work yeah. and like take out her lip ring? Things like that where I'm like, do you know anything about this industry or <laughs> like how it works? <laughs> So many things. You're not going to a day at the office to this interview. You're going to a gamer's house. House, Yeah. You know, all of that work is remote work. Like, there's probably no office. Exactly. Yeah. And you show up in a t-shirt and jeans yeah. if there is. Uh-huh. It, yeah, it yeah. doesn't fucking matter. And he was so caught up on the fact that, like, oh, she's wearing a blazer, but I can tell she used to have a lip ring. Oh, that's so complex. I can see her big bouncy boobs through her blazer. Like, oh, bestie, everyone could put a blazer on. I'm sorry. I have more than one dimension. Maybe? Maybe. Where the fuck did this girl come from? She was a writer, dressed up in blazers and soft makeup during the day. And then this dark, wild creature at night, bearing that side of her only to me. And my comment is like, Wow, it's almost like she's a person who <laughs> <laughs> can change her clothes. Talk about his lip ring. Let's talk about lip rings in general. Lip rings in general. When she was like, oh, I like your lip ring when they were in the pool. I was like, what fucking grown ass woman? What 24 year old woman is like, hey, I like your lip ring. No. Well, and there's like a point where he offers her a drink and she like blushes and stutters. And it's like, no, I'm working. And he's like, I'm at water. <laughs> but also I'm like, is this your first interview? Yeah, yeah, God. Like what? Well, obviously she was just so turned on by him that she was flustered. Can we talk about how gross he is? Yes. He's so gross. I meant like physically, not necessarily. Oh, he's well, also a gross human being. Yeah. He does like to shower like five times. What the day. fuck was that? I'm. So, why did he make her shower? That was so I weird. Don't know. I don't know. If I was going to a hookup and they were like, yeah, go take a shower first. I'd be like, do you think I didn't shower before I came here? (laughs) I have a full face of makeup. Like we're not. Yeah. Yeah. We're not doing that. Where you're like awkwardly keeping your face out of the water. I'm not using your body wash. (laughs) It's a three in one. Uh -uh. I'm so bothered. Nothing in that bathroom, but that three in one body wash. Oh, it was a guest bathroom and he had it stocked. Which means it's worse. That, that is worse. I was going to say that makes it worse. Yeah. <laughs> you see how that's worse, right? It's, it means it's the habitual, like, yeah, I always yeah. make my many, many hookups. But not enough to make it gross. But not enough to make it gross. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not enough. He he would not cross that line. Oh, my God. Like, what does that even mean? Not enough to make it gross. What is gross? Yeah. All you right, don't want to be perceived as gross, so you say it's not gross. Right. Good for you, bud. Also, so he can dole out that judgment yeah. on whoever he fucking no. wants. Not enough to be gross. Unlike you, you yeah. filthy slut. Ugh. When she got out of the shower, he he ordered her from the perch on the couch. And I'm like, <laughs> what is he fucking Batman? Perching? Yeah. Like, feet up. Yeah. On- 
sitting up on the arm and a little He's squat. like a gargoyle. Yeah. <laughs> Get over here. You're getting in the pool. Oh, my God. I've made you shower. So there's a part in which she licks up his chin under his Halloween mask and is like, ooh, you smell good. And, like, I'm just thinking about the flat, plastic, non-breathable masks that you buy from Party City. No, you're a sweaty, gross mess. Yeah, and how it just, like, you just sweat underneath it. It just, smells like his breath. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Or, like, when you rip a Band-Aid off, the skin underneath it. Like, that's how I imagine his face smelling. (laughs) What? That's, I did not give it that much thought at all. I didn't either. The mask on the cover of the book is cool. Yeah. And the mask he described is not cool. Is not Not cool. cool. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, that artist was doing the heavy lifting. (laughs) Yeah, the cover is cooler than the whole book. Uh, And his name is Joker. (laughs) Sorry. Yes. No, yes. It needed to be said. Just like, try a little harder, please. Such a joker. His kinks. I feel like they're all kind of basic, though. Like, they're all this... It's the just usual all power things. dominance. Right, exactly. You know that he has a tumbler with the like paragraph at the top being like, I, the deepest, darkest, I'm the wolf of this. And, black. <laughs> and then it's just all black and white pictures of traditionally beautiful, skinny white girls. Like, okay, I'll make you feel things that you're afraid to feel. Direct yeah. quote, but would be in that description on yeah. Tumblr. Yeah, no, he gives me Megan Fox MGK vibes where it's like this cringy Tumblr post of like, we are darkness. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Oh, no. He has a leash on her. (laughs) I think it's because it's also like they just cycle through. Everything so fast. Okay, let's do pet play. Oh, now she's calling him daddy. Uh, Now it's the sensory. Now it's um, uh, this, you know, prop play. Rope play. play. Quick. And it's just like we're just (laughs) cycling through them. (laughs) Okay. He knows one move in each. Like, (sighs) yeah. Yeah. He's the Ash Ketchum of kink tropes. In chapter two, when he goes, have you ever heard of having a degradation or a praise kink, Quinlan? (laughs) I just wrote, honestly, the kink community is exhausting. (laughs) (laughs) He read it once on a Tumblr post. Uh, Now he's like, Quinlan, have you ever heard? (laughs) Have you ever heard of (laughs) S-E-X? What if, what if you called me daddy? (laughs) When they start doing the thing when he's on the live stream. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh my god, these fans didn't consent to this." And I'm like, "Quinn didn't consent to this. Nope. You didn't tell her Anything. what she was consenting to." And I, I want to mention, nobody assumes pup play. Yeah, you don't go in. Yeah, yeah, blind to that. Yeah, that is an important conversation that needed to be had. So I rage highlighted. I ran my hand down her face, and she leaned into my palm, soaking up all the affection she could get. She acted starved for it, and I wondered when the last time was that anyone had treated her the way she deserved. The way she deserved? Like, she deserves to be treated like a dog? Well, again, if that's consent. Yeah. But yeah. it wasn't. Yeah. I don't know. Just generally, all of it. Like, the only, they don't have any conversation about He just anything. asked for blanket consent for exactly. whatever dirty things he has And then mind. went and fucking restrained her and put a blindfold on her and sensory deprivation with somebody you just met and physical restraint i was like quinn get over here we need to have a talk right now holler out some red there exactly i was like bessie he's gonna murder you yeah Ah. oh and there are so many times that he just clicked 
to straight anger. Yeah. Right. Like seemingly from nowhere. Like when he like punched the wall or whatever because he saw her naked. Oh, he didn't punch it. He slammed the bathroom door so hard that he cracked it because he saw her naked. And he was like looking up and she gave me a smile that made me want to smack it off her pretty face. Okay, like maybe that's something that you say in Mm. play. But like. We're seeing this consistently throughout of like him just going to like inner monologue. Yeah, I fucking hate this person in front. And it's like, whoa, get out. Get out of there. Yeah. Do not marry this man at the end of this book. No. It made me so sad at the end. I was just like, well, now you're trapped. Now you're trapped in an abusive relationship. Yeah. Just because someone gave you an orgasm does not mean you have to marry them. Uh. Wow. Okay, can we talk about how she's supposed to be like a plus size? Oh, yeah, her size. Uh, Exactly. Which was constantly changing. Yeah, so she's like self-described as curvy and plus size and whatever. She's insecure about it. And she's like, I know I'm not light, whatever. But then everybody that comes into contact with her is like, oh, she's just a small thing. Like, her slender hand. Like, oh, she's little thing. And it's just like, wait a second. Are they all giants? (laughs) Like, what's happening? (laughs) Why can't this book have a drawing at the end? (laughs) Even if they're giants, they're giants who have seen women who are theoretically all different sizes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can put me down. I can walk. And I know I'm not light. Shut the fuck up. You're beautiful. She didn't say she wasn't beautiful. Like, don't put words in her mouth. (laughs) So Lady picks out the dress for her to wear. (laughs) I was like, that would be embarrassing if it didn't fit. (laughs) Like we all shit in our closet though. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Hasn't fit in years. <laughs> and he's like, uh, they always facts. have that scene, and it's like, <laughs> imagine coming out of the shower, another shower, another shower, <laughs> and he's like, wear this. I'd be like, <laughs> okay. Hang on, let me put some grommets into this and make it a, a corset back real fast. Right. Oh, that's like three sizes too small. <laughs> Maybe we can find something similar. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, that only fit when I was in college. Right. <laughs> Speaking of the friends in the club outing, like he really thought it was a good idea to bring a new girl to his club when shit like that, all the fights, happens all the time with your friends. This isn't just some Tinder hookup. This is a reporter. Yeah, Jesus. Interviewing God. you. Oh, and I forgot that. Like, yeah. Yeah. This <laughs> is so unprofessional. Like, what did she do when she went back to the office the next day? Or, I want to read the article she wrote. <laughs> right. Like, did you interview him at all? So, like, when they meet their friends and he's like, oh, yeah, Greg, first of all. <laughs> okay. Greg has a serious thing for knives. I pitied the woman that caught his attention and kept it one day. That just tells me everything I need to know about his idea of consent. Because, like, in theory, the woman Greg is with would be consenting to knife play yeah. with him because she's also interested in it. Therefore, no pity required. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's like, Yeesh. what do you think happens in a normal relationship, Jack? <laughs> like, clearly, you don't understand anything beyond a safe word. Well, and that friend group, too. Can we talk about how, like, that's cliche <sighs> middle school goth friend group? Yeah, what a bunch yeah. of posers. Pyro? Like, Pyro. The, the one who's obsessed with knives? And also that exposition, uh, that clumsy exposition in the hallway that she like can probably overhear after she sprains her yeah. ankle. And he's like, don't fuck this up, man. This is the real deal. She's a keeper. Blah. And I'm yeah. like, stop. Yeah. Stop it. Well, and just the whole like all the friends instantly love her. Yeah. Just eh. if you've ever rolled with a group of guys like that, 
no, I mean, because it's so steeped in misogyny, right? Yeah. Like, no well, and, woman. And that's why I call this, like, no an incel wet dream. Because it's, like, the description of this whole group of dudes and being like, huh, we think he's in the mafia. <laughs> I'm into fire. <laughs> it's like I like beating people up. Right. It's, like, all these guys that, like, had no friends in high school and then got a job and now they can buy a leather jacket. Maybe they got one muscle on their arm <laughs> and now they think they're hot shit. And but, like, but the right arm. Exactly. <laughs> it was just like the biggest eye roll. And I'm just like, Quinn, Quinn, run, Quinn, get out. Katie, I, I have a quote just for you. Oh, These no. guys won't bite. <laughs> Even though they may look like they do. He looked up at me and I raised an eyebrow. Okay. Maybe we do bite, but not people we like. Uh, unless you ask for it that we don't bite unless you ask for it joke is like my personal (laughs) the amount of munches I've been to where you walk in you sit down it's your first time and like some six-year-old dude turns to you and he's like hey we don't bite unless you want us to it got to the point where I was like Josh if somebody says that to me I'm leaving I'm just standing (laughs) up and leaving (laughs) like after the sixth time yeah it's not it's never been funny It will never be funny. You will never be the first person to have said that to somebody. And it's always uncomfortable. It's always uncomfortable. It's never who you want to say it. (laughs) And like, why do authors think that's okay? It's because they don't know anything about the person you wanted to say it did say it to you. You wouldn't want them to say it to you anymore. You'd be like, well, now you're not attractive. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You had me there for a minute. (sighs) And so that to me then tells me that this author is not a part of the community. Well, I don't know. That's I take that back. <laughs> I retract that statement. Oh, because she could be the worst person. Yeah, in she this could movie. be that she, person. She is that, representative yeah. of the worst yeah. version of all of this. I laugh when they like finally have sex in that break room or whatever. And he's like, I want to mark you as mine with my own release. <laughs> I was like, nobody actually says release <laughs> like out loud in person. Oh, I had a, a big problem with that, too, because really the first time you have a conversation in, about birth control, should maybe not be after you've had unprotected sex and like come inside someone. That is a very real experience though. <laughs> yeah, but it still sucks. <laughs> and I had to laugh because the, the reason why he asked, are you on the pill? Good. Because like, I want to keep it inside you and I don't want you to get pregnant. I'm like, you know, that's, it's already, it doesn't there. matter. It's not about it's, length of time. <laughs> right. I was like, I, what? And then he's like, he's like, here, put your hips up. Don't spill. Like, I just get, it's, it's so like, uncomfortable. So right? I'm just picturing it. Like, <laughs> like oh you God. get kind of cold. And, and then like, she's like, just... sorry, but my ankle sprained. <laughs> can you can you put a blankie on me, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> Got a warm cloth, perhaps? God damn it. <laughs> her poor ankle. Right. But this was part of her punishment for letting that man touch her oh and see her. God. I was so Which, mad. like, if that's your dynamic, if, if that's your consented yes. to dynamic, yes. yes. Yeah. However... However, I mean, she did consent to everything. You're right. Uh, can we talk about the the suicide confession? I yes. Uh, I don't want yeah. to. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about it. So she confesses on the ride home from the club to this bro that when she got rejected from Harvard, she tried to commit suicide. And it is supposed to be this very weighted scene, especially because Jack has never known anyone who's attempted suicide, which is I thought that was like, weird. what? Yeah. 
And like none of these people have ever had anything bad happen to them except this. It's just so privileged. Mm-hmm. It's so fucking pri- like I don't think I know anyone who made it to the age of 27 without some sort of tragedy. How do you live that life? Money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I hated this like undercurrent of bootstrap narrative too about him being like my minority mother left us and then my father had to put himself through law school all by his onesie. And I'm like, honey, nobody puts themselves through law school as a single parent without a safety net. Like you can't do it. And then I just made all of this well because I invested in property and and I'm like, no, no, no. No, this is not how any of this works. Yeah, none of their backstories felt real in any way. Just like the, oh, Quinn's New England parents and upbringing and the pressure, it just felt hollow. The deal was one night, one, but I wasn't sure now that it would be enough. Like, just ask for her number? Because now (laughs) I'm no better than to look at you. Not that challenging, yeah. Well, that took like six okay. hours for, of him agonizing about just it. Hold like my Kindle up Hamlet. all through. Right. Jesus. Just games we play. Ask. No, I have to make icon because I'm mad at you. Sex for the first time, <laughs> you he, made us read uh, it. I shouldn't have asked her while I was still inside of her. I cringed at how manipulative that could seem. <laughs> could seem. It could seem that way. <laughs> that's not how I feel and that, when I'm angry. That's when he reached that. Yeah, conclusion. right. That's when he worried about being manipulative. Oh. Man, that showering thing. I don't know. I hate. This guy, and I hate this book. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm trying to pinpoint what makes it different from reading, like, for ex- I know we haven't read this as, as a group, but, like, Haunting Adeline, where it's a literal, like, stalker who non-consensually, like, has sex with a woman, and then ultimately they end up together. And it's, like, that dynamic and that vibe, while on paper, like, <laughs> sounds just as toxic and manipulative and horrible, right? But why was that one okay? What's the distinction here? This one thinks it's following the rules. Yeah. This one thinks that it's doing okay. something not toxic. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's dangerous yes. and frustrating. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I haven't no, read. No, I think that's accurate. Like, the other one knows that it's, that doing it's breaking something the rules. Wrong. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's good. Okay, thank you for answering my question. <laughs> Next week, we're reading Pestilence by Laura Thalassa. TikTok stars Karina McGeehan, Emily Shirley, and Katie Jeffries. It is edited by Karina McGeehan, produced by Derek Adams, recorded at Shadow Public Radio, and our production manager is Jonathan Sparks.